Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101, the podcast that avoids the cracks to save your mother's backs. I'm Fufu Cutley Poof, and this is level 182. Joining me tonight for this incredible new show is Rocker Dude. Good morning, world, and all who inhabit it. I feel like you stole that line. It's it's a Dunkos impersonation. Ah, Koosh Boos. Oh, hey, it's a uh, it's awful chilly. The weather's gotten really cold. I can tell. I can see your nipples. And Big L. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I see what you did there, Nate. Um, oh, it's uh <laughs> snowing here in New York. Like oh, uh, my Willie is chilly. Yeah, it's like there's just been a blizzard that has come by. What? Oh, I don't, I don't get, get it. it. That oh, that's clever. Very you, good, you just got it. You just, just got, got it, Corey. Uh, just got yeah, it. Yeah, oh. just activated in my brain that one. Wow. <laughs> yes. Zero it, point I'm fives sure, all so. around. oh man but yes uh let's just jump straight into the news i'm sure we're all excited well all but one of us are excited to talk about this incredible news oh it's good news microsoft set to acquire activision blizzard yeah holy crap warcraft (laughs) 2 remastered yeah is a good thing i don't know there was no (laughs) reverb there should be reverb every time i hear that For real, you're you're not joking. Like, <laughs> we thought the Bethesda acquisition was big, or the Zen- the Zenimax acquisition was big. This is way bigger, and, and when how, I mean by way bigger, it? like ten times the cost. They're acquiring him for sixty eight point seven billion. That's too big of a number, so I'm saying sixty nine billion from now on. Yeah, nice. Now I'm nice. interested. There you go. Yes, it has been announced today that. Summer of 2023. Well, it looks okay, like we don't June have 30th, 2023. We don't have dates. It's not. It's not. It's not official. That's just like the estimated. That at all the Activision games, the Blizzard games, and I guess the King games, if you're mm-hmm. play mobile or something, is going to be Xbox first party studios. How dare you, sir? Have you not heard of Bubble Witch Three Saga or Farm Heroes? I have not. Or Pet not Rescue. All. Saga? No, not at all. But but your mother has. You're gonna. No, <laughs> I am going to. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Wow. Just this is uh, this is one of those acquisitions that I would never have thought they would go through, just because of the sheer amount of money it's going to take. But apparently, Phil Spencer has the all the purse strings. When it comes to Microsoft, he's just going to do whatever it is that Phil wants to do. Okay, let, let's back it up. Since we're on the topic of money. Uh, well, real quick, I just want to ask you, Corey, because you're the only one that really knows this. Let's just say hypothetically, last week we asked people what developer they think Microsoft should pick up next. How many people said Blizzard? Activism? Anybody? I think just me. Just what? Mm, <laughs> I <laughs> doubt out <laughs> there's surely no proof on the internet definitely not <laughs> okay Absolutely i'm sorry not. i didn't mean to cut you off money uh, yeah speaking of the money speaking of money uh, they bought all of that with cash so you know if you didn't yeah. know cash um so that's in and of itself is 
ridiculous. Um, and, and also, we all know that you know this is this is what both parties have agreed to, but there's a lot of boards and uh, whatnot that need to approve it as well. So it can not happen. Uh, so you know, to temper expectations, although there, I don't think there's much reason to believe that it wouldn't. Uh, Microsoft isn't like you know, a current leader in, in that, uh, that market share, like there's like third maybe, but, uh, and maybe that's like with the Activision stuff. Uh, so I don't see why they would, you know, be stopped from becoming like, you know, a monopoly or anything like that, but it, it, it does have to go through a, a lot of red tape and in order for it to happen. And, uh, right. you did mention a date, uh, you, you said June of 2023, June 30th to be exact. Uh, that's just a date that was, kind of thrown out there because that is when uh, Microsoft's fiscal year next, you know, the next fiscal year uh, ends, I think it's June 30th, uh, 2023. So that's a year and a half away. Uh, So that means that their fiscal year starts uh, for the next fiscal year starts, you know, in June of this year or July or however, whatever it is. And uh, so it could happen anytime after this summer. but it, it could also get pushed. They're just thinking and hoping that they're planning their budget well enough that it will happen by that time. So just to throw that bit of information to you. Yeah. Like you said, this still has to be okayed. This still has to go through. So it's not final. But if they're willing to announce it at this point, more likely than not, it's going to go through. This is the same process that... Microsoft did when acquiring Zenimax. Obviously, you know they acquired. They said, "Hey, we're going to buy them." Then, like a year later or so, I think it was like six months. Deal this one's a much. Was it six months? I, I think it and was Zenimax l- less than a year. Yeah, Zenimax was easier because they're privately owned, whereas Correct. Activision Blizzard is public. So there's a lot more hoops. Yeah, shareholders. There's. It, it's just a lot more complex. So uh, I, I do think it will take a longer. But uh, for all intents purposes we can stay hype about it and speculate all we want. So let's continue with that, the hype train. Absolutely. And just to be clear, what the studios that come along with this acquisition are Activision publishing, Blizzard entertainment, B Demonware, digital legends, high moon studios, infinity ward, King, major league gaming, radical entertainment, Raven software, sledgehammer games, Toys for Bob and Treyarch. There are some heavy, heavy hitters in that list. That is insane. It also says, and every team across. So there are other smaller teams. Like, there's one that sticks in my head that you didn't even say, and that's Vicarious Visions. They are the ones who oh did God, I forgot the Tony Hawk remasters. <laughs> So, you just round up the seventy billion and get like Moon Studios and you know I thought that too. <laughs> just, Why no, isn't Moon Studios being bought? Let's just make it even, for real. Yeah, and just some of the games that go along with this: Call of Duty, Warcraft, Overwatch, C- Crash Bandicoot, Tony Hawk's, Diablo, Guitar Hero, Candy Crush. I mean, <laughs> just, Starcraft Ghost. Just <laughs> let's resurrect it. The, the amount of games that are in this that can come from this. And the crazy part is this is all going to be Xbox Studios. 
all of these games are going to be Game Pass. All the games that are going to come from here on forward, if they do acquire this, will be Game Pass. Call of Duty will be Game Pass day one. And screw you, Sony, it will be an exclusive. So I just sent you a picture, Fufu. Somebody did a mock-up I of saw Game that. Pass, and it's like, just imagine. I saw that before. It's got, coming soon to Game Pass, you know, the, the normal oh. uh, advertisement we get, but it has... Has the Crash Trilogy, Spyro Trilogy, Crash Four, Crash Team Racing, StarCraft, and their World of Warcraft, Tony Hawk's. It's just, it's crazy to, to think like that can happen. Just, just <laughs> <laughs> this is wild. This is absolutely wild. All right, this is both good and horrible because if I get back into World of Warcraft because <laughs> it has achievements, <laughs> you're off the podcast. This is, yeah, this is bad. This is crack. This is bad crack. Yeah. You know, the whole Nate recommending games, playing lots of these <laughs> obscure games, like there will no there will no longer be a limbo like section on this on the show. It's just going to be wow. There might be a monthly shower. Um yeah, it's <laughs> wow. Crazy. It is Can you imagine just booting up World of Warcraft and just hearing all the achievements pop? Because I played that game forever. You know, I haven't played all the expansions. And your, your character still exists in time, so just my think of all the auto pops. Still exists. Yes, <laughs> it's all right. In, oh. Big L has questions. Okay, yes. Okay, all right. Let's ba- let's get the other side of the coin. Explain it to me, <laughs> like I'm five. <laughs> so outside, Game's good. Outside of potentially these games all going to Game Pass, which is merely conjecture at this point, right? Um, what else? is the big hoopla of Microsoft. Like, do you think there's going to be more more TLC? You want to know what the real, at least for me, you know what the real big thing about this is? This is a giant double-barreled middle finger you to Sony. No. So you think they're all going to be... I'm going to put that in there because of, that is just, that's that's a big one for me. I have so many friends... That are so that are Sony boys that will sit there and <laughs> Xbox doesn't have any games. Game Pass sucks. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, screw you guys now. So you're. I hope you you're never going to get to play uh, Call of Duty on PlayStation again. And that's definitely what's going to happen. Well, Call of Duty is going to be an exclusive. Let's go back to your doubt about some of this stuff coming Game Pass. Phil Spencer tweeted, uh, I think it was a tweet, uh, and basically said. When this goes through, if it goes mm-hmm. through, as many games as possible will go to Game Pass. Okay. That sounds like a so good thing to one. tweet. Yeah. Yeah, so that's one of the things. Like, before the show, we were talking, and I was on TA, and I just clicked on uh, Activision published, like, games published by Activision. There are, like, 215 games registered on TA that Activision alone has published. That doesn't include all the other games that may come from this acquisition. That's just uh, Activision published. Now, obviously, there are games in there, like they do a bunch of the superhero games and stuff like that that have now been delisted. So they're like, there's no chance that we're going to get like the X-Men games in a game. Or Duck Dynasty. (laughs) Or Duck Dynasty. Unless the old guitar heroes. Phil really works some magic when it comes to the rights and whatnot. Angry Birds Star Wars. I've clicked on three so far, and they're all all been delisted. Yeah. Here, here, I'm going to sell it to you. 
I just I just looked up a list of Activision Blizzard licenses recovered by Microsoft. Okay. Zork. Whoa. <laughs> Tenchu. Uh, go ahead, say plus. Tenchu. Yes. PlayStation okay. One game. Um, <laughs> Pitfall. <laughs> now the thing Police that quest. Move on. the thing that quest. I think that you should move on. <laughs> uh, temper yourself with is you know I wouldn't say that all of those things. They're coming uh, back, Corey. All right. <laughs> I, I would rather to. play guitar. I want a plastic instrument in my life, so bring you know oh, revive God. guitar so, hero. Could you imagine if they bring that? So back? you think we're going to have every single one of these on Game Pass? Oh, absolutely not. I uh, didn't I just say that. One well, Phil Spencer uh, said we would a good chunk. He said as many as he can. Okay, so yeah, say they add a uh, hundred titles to Game Pass. Does that oversaturate things? That many. No, well, it just gives you more value. What about the little guys? The little what, what was Do that? You think they're going to add the little guys? Yeah. No, no. What what did you mean? I, I didn't um, catch it. You cut out for a second. Like it oversaturates the Game Pass a little. Like, not that it would be too good of a deal, but oversaturate first of all, Game Pass. Have you looked right. at the list? It's already oversaturated. Mm. <laughs> and this is with ones that wouldn't be cycled out. These would be yeah. permanent. Okay. So they're not going to push out your, you know, your smaller, uh, you know, just, you know, short termers. Um, Cause you can still play those and these, these you'd just be able to go back to. Okay. I don't think that you can oversaturate it more than it is now. And then the no. next obvious question is, will the price of game pass go up? I, I, I think if they're Microsoft games, no. I, I think it, I mean, maybe eventually, but I don't think it's anytime soon. Well, I, here's, here's the thing, right? Sony is going to put out a direct competitor to Game Pass. It's coming. You know, they have to. There's no question. It's on the way. Um, do you think Microsoft is going to raise the price when that comes out? Definitely no. not. Yeah, I think I think that's a fair com- point. Combat that, I don't think they'd raise the price. Are they going to do that before it comes out? Definitely I, not. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean they've it, already said that they're going to have tiers over there, and one could argue that we have tiers with Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate, but uh, I, I think that's really tiers a little bit because you're technically paying for two services at that point. Um, but I, I don't see any kind of alteration of that stuff until this other competitor comes out and. You know, you see how it does. But uh, what you can know is that that competitor won't have Call of Duty. You know, it won't have uh, Tony Hawk, Crash Bandicoot, the former mascot of 90s PlayStation. That's the wild thing about this. Crash, seeing the Xbox like logo where they have all their different mascots of like Kate Diaz and Master Chief and all the all the different ones and Crash Bandicoot standing there with Master Chief. That is going to be wild. I mean, ultimately, they're building the best Smash Brothers that they can. Imagine? Can you imagine? And then the tie-ins that they will be able to do between the games, you know. The battle rifle and DMR can now go into Call of Duty. You can have Just a Master Chief skin in Call of Duty. Think of the NFTs. <laughs> the oh, NFT. my gosh. <laughs> All right, reason number two for him to be kicked off the podcast. 
<laughs> it's okay. I'm going to start playing World of Warcraft, so I don't have time for you guys. <laughs> this is just... Yeah, this this is the biggest... I, I would imagine this is the biggest acquisition or in video game history at, you know, 69 billion. Once I can't it imagine goes it through, I, I think, I think you're correct. Yeah. Yeah. I think I saw a stat saying that this is actually Microsoft's biggest acquisition. It's not just gaming. This is Microsoft's biggest acquisition. I mean, it, it's huge. Like you mentioned all of those, all of those, you know, bigger entities that they have are buying, you know, Activision, uh, Blizzard, King games, you know, whatever that is. Uh, but they're covering all their bases there because, like, it's kind of like we did this with the Bethesda stuff. Uh, and so with this one, you know, you have the the kid stuff with the mascot platformers and, and, you know, junk like that. Then you have a lot of PC strength. They're adding to their PC library with all the Blizzard stuff. I mean, StarCraft uh, and Hearthstone, uh, those are huge. WoW is obviously, you know, still big, I think. Um then yeah, it's still big. Just with the King stuff, even if they don't even do anything with the King stuff, that is still a huge market. I mean, mobile gamers make up the majority of gamers, whether you want to believe that or not. Um, yeah, it's not for us, but so, it's still huge. Like this investment that they're making is r- ridiculous. Just with Call of Duty alone, uh, we were looking up, you know, various NPD numbers today in the Discord. Call of Duty uh, globally. Uh, I mean, I think, well, MPD, I think is us only. Um, but they were the top two spots, um, for PlayStation specifically, they were two of the top three, I think. So like they have essentially bought and can make exclusive Sony's best selling game last year. (laughs) She sure is. (laughs) So going back to what I was asking a little bit before. So. Are we also assuming that they're going to put more care into these games? So I think I read that the last Call of Duty or two were a little bit of a mess. So will they be? I would imagine taking I mean, better care of now. Is that what people are, are thinking? I mean, I, I think that you know, just like Bethesda, they're just going to let them do what they need to do. But I think that also allows them to not have to rush it. You know. I right. don't think that they're rushing Starfield by any means. Maybe they are, but it doesn't feel like it. Right. I mean, a lot of the developers were saying that they they really enjoy, like Tim Schafer and, uh, you know, yep. um, Psychonauts 2 wouldn't have had boss fights if they hadn't been acquired by Microsoft. Oh, is that they didn't true? have the money. <laughs> they didn't have the budget. They wouldn't have had boss fights. Um, but because Microsoft bought them, they said, yeah, um, do it. Put them in. You know, you know, it was already part of the plan, but they didn't have the funding for it. So being picked up by Microsoft allowed them to make a better game. They took time with it. They gave them funds. It took some pressure off their back. You know, it gave them tools. It gave them resources. So will it make the games better? Maybe. I mean, if they get the same sort of treatment and, you know, they're definitely getting more money, you know, they're a more valuable acquisition. So I would assume they're going to get the same treatment. There's also the benefit of having a very large network of game developers to talk to and bounce stuff off of. Cause I mean, you know, the studios talk to each other uh, and you know, you maybe even use some of the people Uh, I was looking up one of the, I guess, you know, subsidiaries of Activision 
uh, just does networking for Call of Duty. That can be used, uh, you know, anywhere that Microsoft needs them to. So anywhere that has like bad networking in their game, we, we, they, now they have some experts, you know. Crackdown, we're looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at what 343 has done with Halo Infinite. The, the gameplay is phenomenal. Now, the guys at Call of Duty and 343, they can collab. They can say, hey, we do this, we do that. And it just makes all these games that much better. You know, Overwatch 2, who knows what that, what that game's going to look like. I mean, I imagine it'd be about the same as the first. But now they have more uh, talent in all these other studios to help make that game even better than it could be. Because if there's one thing that Microsoft does do well is first-person shooters. So now there's even more experience that's coming from this. Now, the the elephant in the room yes. is kind oh. of this Bobby Kotek thing. Now, I can't <clears throat> yes. say that I have been, you know, ear to the ground on that all that stuff. You know, uh, it, it's just not in my, my news wheel that... Uh, like it comes across, but it's not something that I click into to read more about because it kind of falls into the whole politicalness thing of it. I, all I know is he's a scumbag, and I trust the sources that have said that. Um, and so a lot of people are kind of concerned that that he's going to stay and, and, and th- things like that. And they're kind of like bending what Bill Spencer said uh, is how it's like once it's done, uh, Activision Blizzard, whatever, they you know will report directly to me kind of deal. And uh, I think people were, you know, construing that to say that he's going to stay on, even though, uh, you know, Microsoft's supposed to be about, at least like in a newer sense, about, you know, fighting for the the smaller people and, and not uh, siding with the, the people who are, you know, ultimately evil, like apparently this Bobby Kotick is. Does, do any of y'all have knowledge of his background with this? Stuff. So apparently he, so, he shielded and, and protected. Um, you know, he knew about things. He said he didn't know about things. Okay. And he and he protected um, managers who were behaving badly. Um, knew about it and hid stuff from the board of directors. Okay. So, so yeah, that's yeah. yeah he's yeah. a terrible person. But yeah, uh, specifically, there's a lot of sexual harassment and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, terrible person confirmed. Yeah, it's awful. Um, the culture in Activision and Blizzard right now is beyond terrible and they really needed to clean slate as is of all the leaders yeah and this is a lot something of people that could left, really right? shake it up a lot of people yeah, have they left. kicked a bunch out and a bunch of people have left like 40 i think they said 40 recently have left uh but a whole bunch of people were removed because of specifically because of um you know sexual harassment or any other type of workplace claim uh i know that came through now bobby Kotick sent an email out um, saying that you know he's gonna obviously he's gonna stay with the company, he's gonna remain CEO, uh, and that's until the merger happens, right? They can't kick him out. They don't own Activision Blizzard yet. Yeah, they can't kick him out. But then I, I I don't have the sources in front of me, but I did read um, somewhere else that said that Bobby Kotick is leaving. He is stepping down as soon as the acquisition happens. So yeah, yes. I, I did see that was reported by IGN. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's yeah. funny because people were like, "Oh, he's gonna stay on." I mean. Did they really think that he could get fired before the new bosses are the bosses? I, I don't. I don't get some people's thinking, but um, it, it, it does sound like you know he will. Even though he's going to probably walk away very, very wealthy and uh, sort of 
free. Uh, he'll be set for the rest of his life uh, with no repercussions. It seems. Uh, I don't think he will, you know, remain in any kind of uh, power or say so whatsoever. Yeah, just this 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 whole acquisition is absolutely incredible. There is another bit of talk that when because Phil Spencer gave like a big long press interview I got about this, and something else that he mentioned is that Game Pass has hit has surpassed 25 million subscribers so you know all the oh this is unsubtain unsustainable business talk yeah th- this is working they're making buku dollars off this buku hence the reason why they're buying a f- freaking activision and blizzard and as you can imagine that's only going to go up that's oh, yeah. only it's, going to skyrocket. Once it's a very successful. It's going to be a very successful investment, no doubt. Well, my stocks went up today, so that's that's great. <laughs> just just <laughs> news this: my my Activision Blizzard stock went up. So, oh my god, I, had I known? Mm-hmm. Oh my lord, yeah, I can't imagine. Bet. I bet you are. Just think, Nate. Mm-hmm. This is WoW's going to come to Game Pass with your <sighs> Game Pass Ultimate subscription. You might have a free WoW subscription. That's dangerous. The best thing they can do is not have achievements. Yes. <laughs> That's- oh, no. See, I want achievements on them all. Like, give me achievements in Hearthstone, Candy Crush. Give me it all. Well, here's my question. Is Blizzard, so let's say let's say WoW comes over, World of Warcraft comes over, gets achievements. Is it going to be 1,000 or is it going to be 1,000 per expansion? It's going to be 1,000 hours. base game. Like, <laughs> That's it. L's not wrong on that. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. That's it. Instantly becomes my most played uh, Microsoft game. Like, <laughs> when when the acquisition goes through, just boom, that shoots right to the top. Now I can't say that I would play it, but I've always been intrigued by Hearthstone. And uh, if it came to a uh, and a platform with achievements, I would definitely be trying it out. Yep, I agree. Now, do you hope that they do anything with mobile? Because that has not been successful for them in the past. And uh, they're, they're buying a, like they're buying a, a mobile uh, company essentially, so they have the, the power to to put something uh, achievements on something that exists. Like a lot of people are, are kind of speculating or even hoping, like like the weird gems of war people want like achievements on Candy Crush, yeah. um, um, but like they could yeah, do that. I'm not one of those. Yeah. No, I'm not one of those. Uh, okay. I haven't played Candy Crush for hundreds they of should hours. Do that. Why not? Bring in more gamers. Um, yeah, sure, why not? But, but so, I mean, and, do, and do achievements do anything for those type of games or gamers? Well, Probably not. They'd, they'd get they'd get the the hardcore gamers that want achievements would would get them. I don't know what that segment population is, but yeah, I think I think there's there's a, a value there for people. Um, but the good thing is they don't have to get somebody who doesn't know how to do mobile. Like That's these true. guys have been doing mobile forever, so. Yeah. You know, it's not. Oh, we have oh, we man. have those. You know, gears pop issues. Well, no, because you've got you've got King doing it. So I I just thought of that. King might be able to help them with X Cloud. Oh yeah, you, on I, mobile. You already know that part of of well, their purpose is to improve on X Cloud with some of these uh, certain subsidiaries. That King already has the. Uh, what do you call it? Like the infrastructure, I guess you can say, for mobile gaming. They could totally help with xCloud and make that better than what it already is. I don't know. But, I mean, you know, Microsoft really doesn't have a mobile presence. Uh, you know, unless <laughs> they do you now. Solitaire. Or they Solitaire will. Solitaire and Sudoku. Um, so now you can 
Now you can add King in all those King games. I love Bubble Witch. So I'm telling you, I would play some Bubble Witch, man. If I could get achievements, <laughs> that would be my, you know, standing in line game or, or whatever, you know, in, in the waiting room. That would be, I, that'd be my go-to. I haven't played them in years, but like I put hundreds of hours into Candy Crush and Candy Crush Soda or whatever the other one was. I forget what it was called. Yeah, There's like two different gosh, versions. You're so old in spirit and casual. <laughs> Did you log it's, in with your Facebook account? Uh, I think yes, because I got something for doing that. Did you send uh, gifts to your friends on Facebook? No, so, because I hate those people. So I, I didn't do. I wasn't that annoying guy that did that. Please just send me three fizzy pops. <laughs> so now so, that we've we've talked about it, do you guys have any like crazy hopes that you want to happen? So. Before we get to that, I wanted to ask that, but I wanted to I want to do another little serious topic before we do something fun like that. Okay. So a little bit serious, and to play devil's advocate for anybody on Sony or, you know, not Xbox freaking that's freaking out about this. Do you guys think this is a good thing for gaming as a whole, as the industry as a whole? And what I mean by that is you know, now that Microsoft has all their first-party studios that they, you know, have already had, they've acquired ZeniMax, so they have all those crazy AAA top-tier studios, and now they're adding enough more and more heavy hitters. They're just buying them out. And do you guys think that this is a good thing? Do you think this is a little bit too um, too monopolistic? Bit, you know, I was going to say that, but that didn't sound like a word. But yeah, well, monopolistic. That's why you have me. So on just here. let Corey say it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, what do you, what do you guys think about that? I, I'm just gonna say n- in this particular example, and, and maybe it's because I've had, uh, you know, I'm still hyped about it. But in this particular example, I think no, Activision Blizzard was going nowhere but down. And so fair. I I mean I think that Microsoft is one of the only companies that could have done something to help them and, and so that that's at least like the first thing that popped into my mind uh if they were to i'm trying to think of another if like if they were to buy ea or something um i mean ea is just as greasy as they come as well but like I, I don't know activision blizzard at first i thought it was a bad move because of all of the bad stuff that you know that has been happening in fact i i just i was reminded that just recently, Phil Spencer, like there was an article saying that he was like, you know, he was like thinking about their relationship with Activation Blizzard. And <laughs> yeah, I right. guess that thought turned into, let's just buy them. And maybe his thought was, we'll buy them and make them better. I don't know. Um, but I mean, eventually acquisitions, I think, you know, it could lead to that way, but uh, it, it'll never be, you know, a monopoly. It, there'll always be competition, I think. So uh, I don't know. That's fair. It's hard to say. And Microsoft is actually the one company that I would trust. Now, I mean, they have kind of said with Bethesda that, yeah, some of their stuff will be exclusive, but they at least make stuff accessible. They'll put it on PC. They'll put it on Xbox. They'll put it on xCloud. I mean, the barrier to entry on Microsoft games is pretty low. You know, I can't play. I can't play Spider-Man unless I go and buy a PlayStation. I 100% agree with that. And like, I mean, I'm just starting to now be able to like, if I really want to play God of War or Horizon, uh, the old ones, I can play them on PC, but um, I still got to pay 
top dollar for them. If a if a Sony person really wanted to play Halo and they just want to try it out, if it was their first time, they could pay a dollar for Game Pass for a month and they'll be good. Thirty days, play as much as they want. Yeah. So I, I think yeah. like this is the best company that could pull that off. All right, I I completely agree with what you just said, Nate. Uh, just for giggles, I will say it's bad. Because um, <laughs> it kind of is bad. It's kind of bad to pull these things all under one roof. Um, you know, uh, maybe the owner decides that you know this thing that you love is not worth it. It's not you know it's not worth putting their interest in. And instead, they want to yeah. have. All those studios just make more Call of Duties every year. So you know what? Instead of getting one Call of Duty, let's get two every year. Oh God, no! And so they just they convert all that stuff. So that could be bad. Um, but because I actually think it's good, I'm going to say <laughs> on the flip side of that. Um, the nice thing, you know, I don't like the fact that yeah, um, if I'm a if I'm a pony, uh, I can't get these Xbox games, and if I'm an Xbox guy, I can't get the things I really want to play from Sony. Like PlayStation or PlayStation, like uh, like Spider Man and Ratchet and Clank, obviously, and these other cool things. But if you remember, uh, when Game Pass first came out, Phil Spencer said, "We are in the business of putting Game Pass everywhere we can. If Microsoft happens to buy all these super awesome games and these super awesome publishers and developers, and Sony really, really wants them." They could enable Game Pass on the PlayStation. There's <laughs> not a chance. I have seen that. that as an argument. Don't think it would happen. There's not but, a chance. Game and Microsoft Pass is going would to get Sony. that Game Pass sub. So, you know, that's what Microsoft wants. They want the Game Pass sub. Because what's better than paying $60 a year for every Game Pass is paying $15 a month to get that same game and, of course, everything else that you get along with it. 15 or 20 bucks or however much it is. I don't know. I'm, I'm paid through 2023, 20, so I don't know how much it costs. And that's probably a good thing. Um, so, yeah, I, I can see it as bad and as good. I'm hopeful that it's good. Mm-hmm. Al? Yeah, it's still $15 a month, uh, Nate. I was fu- yeah, I it's, was, ten, it's 10 for Game Pass, 15 for Game Pass Ultimate. I was fighting with oh, sorry, the, I was just uh, predicting. I was fighting with the Kennys in the Discord that uh, let their credit card be charged fifteen dollars a month instead of uh, looking for deals because they're too lazy. I mean, it's still a deal at fifteen dollars a month, but you can get it's better still deals. A deal, you can get way that is true. Better. Well, I mean, what's going to happen is eventually there, there's going to. What if they buy something else next, and then another thing next? It's going to maybe it, they'll it buy be, ten cent. It could be bad. Oh, oh. then we would be complaining. <laughs> Uh, just buy Tencent. They don't everything in the world. So just go buy Radalika and East Asia Soft. No, thank you. All right, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna read some patron things. They're cooler to, R- to talk to than you. <laughs> uh, Echo said, "I'll be honest. This purchase just just tells me that Square Enix was on the table. See, that's what I voted for in in the thing. You guys thought I was crazy." <sighs> Square Enix was on the, but uh, he's. I don't know if that's true. Or if not. it was well, this or Square Enix, I take this every sure. day of the week. Of course, sure. I, mm, I don't know about that one. Okay, uh, you're in it just for Final Fantasy. Come on. No. So the thing yes. that everyone said about no. the Zenimax uh, acquisition is that it really helped round out Game Pass. So like we have kids' games now, we have those Western RPGs and whatnot. 
the thing that Square Enix acquisition gets us is all the JRPGs. And on top of that, you make any future Square Enix games exclusive to Xbox. That helps the Xbox market in Japan, where they are historically awful at. So like on a business sense, it would almost make sense to get the Square Enix or something, some sort of Japanese JRPG studios like that into the into the Xbox studio uh, home to help you get to the Japanese market, but... Who Xbox knows? buys Kemco confirmed. FUL. <laughs> I don't even want that to happen. <laughs> but I mean, in my opinion, Fine. I'd rather have this than Square Enix if I had to choose. I think this of is course, much better. Of course, it makes more sense. I, I agree with that. From a personal standpoint, I like this more. Sure. Business standpoint, Square Enix might have been better. Mm, I disagree. So you think yeah. they're out of money now and they can't afford something else? Call of Duty is just way bigger than you're thinking if you think Square Enix would... Yeah, equal that. I'm only I'm only arguing from the perspective perspective like getting another that they might be able to world. get into another exactly try to get that foothold. That's the only argument I'm trying to make on that. I mean, I could I could see why you'd say that. What did you say? I, just, I don't necessarily agree. Something in the world. Yes, it is like pretty well known that in in those markets, Xbox doesn't do the best. Xbox is awful, but they've gotten better outside of America. Because Japan likes their Final Fantasy. and They like their JRPGs yeah. and whatnot. <laughs> Echo also said, I can't wait to hear the arguments uh, whether or not Call of Duty is going to be exclusive. See, we're way ahead of you on that one, bud. <laughs> oh, that's going to be so much fun to hear to hear people talk about that. I mean, what do you guys think? Do you think that it will be exclusive? I think so. Oh, yeah. I do. I, I, think, I, that think, one, forward, yeah. I think that one's a tricky situation. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I've seen people put the argument down, like Nate said, like you guys can have Call of Duty only if Game Pass is the thing on on a PlayStation. Don't in that put case, Game Pass like, on PlayStation. Huge. No, 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 they won't. Uh, yeah, I, I can, I can guarantee putting that. Game Pass on on PlayStation would be such a dumb business decision. Well, <clears throat> I've heard that um, Insomniac is really kind of moving on um, what was their shooter? In, um, uh, Resistance. Is that true? Resistance? Uh, that was a uh, shooter on PlayStation. I know, yeah, I know yes. of that. Um, so, I don't know, know the developer. Maybe, maybe their position, you know, maybe they don't care about Call of Duty. You know, they got their their Rockstar Insomniac is going to do everything for them. Now, <laughs> gonna have to. I mean, the only thing that I think would like compete is if uh, if Take Two was like on the table for Sony, but I think I think that's a little that'd be huge. That th- that goes too deep into the pockets of Sony. I think. Yeah, I don't think Sony could possibly hope to acquire that. I don't know. It 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 does stand for some some cool hypothesizing to to see this stuff. Um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it was weird because. I- Volger, like Volger said, it was a you know hell of a time to buy. They're gonna have to make more changes to the culture to earn back goodwill, and I think that's gonna happen. But I, I hope that people, like I said, temper their own expectations because that can't happen until they actually, you know, own them. Uh, so that right. will be a while, and uh, and then even after that, like depending on who's there, uh, you know, I, I guess you could fire somebody on day one. Uh, I, I don't know, but. Uh, 
but yeah, it, it's it's the beginning of a, of a year. They definitely own the news cycle. But it was funny though. Gary Whitta, which is a Star Wars director, and uh, he does some other things, and he's very into the video game space. He was like, "If you think this is the biggest news of the day slash week, then uh, think again." Uh, so I really like. I don't know what he means by that, but I don't see what could be bigger than this. I, I guess maybe we'll get podcasted and we'll see, but. I don't know. Maybe so they're fixing that, the Wookiees in uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fallen Order? Maybe. So that's one place that I wanted to go to when I said before I had a fun uh, a fun topic to talk about. What, what and Corey, you started to say, what would be next? Like, just thinking, assuming they're not done buying things, what would be next? Like, honestly, if you remember, if this is me thinking, I would think it would be some sort of Japanese studio. Because if you remember... Phil was in talks with a Japanese studio. They didn't say who it was. Like people thought it was Sega or maybe Capcom or Bandai Namco. So there's a chance another massive acquisition is coming that is, you know, Japanese to try to get that market. And while I highly doubt it is, Square Enix it might be on the table. Uh, I see that like. For whatever reason, that pushes it over the limit for me. <laughs> Maybe it's because it's I like another sixty-nine billion dollar acquisition. That just sounds no, like they too cannot, much money. They cannot be worth that much. But I, I don't, maybe it's because I have no interest in you know almost any Square Enix thing. I don't know. Can you even name three different Square Enix properties? Final Fantasy, <laughs> uh, Final King, Fantasy Kingdom Tactics. Hearts, and Outriders. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so how much do you think Square Enix is worth? I told you the biggest one before, Tomb Raider. That that I don't I I've never really played Tomb Raider. Um how much do I think they're worth? Just take worth? a shot. Uh I don't know. Uh 2 billion. Let's see. <laughs> Activision Blizzard was 69 million, so I would put a price tag of I don't know, 25 billion. Nader L, you guys got to guess. Uh, I'm going to go with Google. $1. And, oh, and he already Googled it. Corey. He cheated. That's about right. Sure, why not? Okay. Well, Corey cheated. So uh, the quick search for me, you know, just Square Enix worth comes up at two billion. Two billion. That's I jump change. Well, well, let me tell you, uh, for what falls off the table when Microsoft buys uh, Activision Blizzard, you can pick up Capcom for one hundred and twenty-one million. Are you for real? That, according to the Bing. See that yeah. sounds like nothing. So they could get both yes. of them for ha- less than half the price of of Zenimax. Yeah, Capcom makes Monster Hunter, which I understand is very popular. Oh. There you go. Get oh. that. Save your money. Appease the Japanese uh, audience and be happy. Shoot, Bandai Namco is only worth four point eight two million. If you're asking me what I want, buy Moon oh. Studios, hey. make an Ori <laughs> Netflix show, oh. and uh, oh. keep it going. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, Corey, that's fantastic. Oh, I know. Nate's nipples are hard again. Oh, they are. Well, they, yeah, I didn't think they could get harder. <laughs> this is amazing. Oh, I mean, man. I mean, if you couple that with the, you know, we're not going to really talk about it, but the Cuphead news, Cuphead show coming to Netflix. Imagine an Ori show. I know, right? A Kaze, Kaze show. <laughs> Not, not the Cosby show, but the Cosby show. Need <laughs> a guacamole show. Oh, you know what? They can buy uh, drink box. Drink box. That's, that's fine. That's probably like mm. 
you know, an afternoon. 300 bucks. Uh, work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like 12 hours of profit, if that. They could just oh take them out for a fancy steak and own them. You know, I was saying that it's impossible to buy Insomniac, but with that kind of money, <laughs> maybe, maybe shoot for the moon, get Insomniac. We'll give you Call of Duty if you give us Insomniac. Yes. And a we Sunset Overdrive sequel. It's just that, you know, who who knows what happened. I <laughs> Anything is plausible now. You're so giddy. It's All so, right, so, so your fun topic was what? Uh, what do we, what yeah, studio what, do we what, want? What do we want next? Like, if you had, if, considering they just spent $69 billion on this, what is on your wish list? What would you love for them to get? I mean, I still want these indie studios to come in. You know, I still want Moon Studios. I want, you know, um, Thunderful Games. <laughs> you know, I, I just want them to get more varied stuff. Th- these big games are awesome. They're great for everybody else. But for me, I just love the indies. So I would like these smaller studios to get some love. That's I true. Agree. Yeah, I, I would rather just... I, and I don't even care if they're exclusive. I just want to be able to play all the indies that we can't get or that I have to fear not getting, like, just buy Devolver Digital and Digerati. Oh, my God. I mean, yes. just do that stuff Please and buy Devolver. put them everywhere. I don't care. Just make sure that we get them. And I'll even pay for them. They don't have to go to Game Pass, even though they would. <laughs> A Devolver acquisition would be incredible. It is wild they haven't bought Moon Studios yet. Well, I mean, maybe because Moon said they're done with Ori, but... Um, <laughs> Still... Yeah. They got, they got on Spencer's bad side with that one. Yeah, read just, some more. If we're ready, I can go back to some more uh, patrons. Yeah, go for it. Well, okay. just Logic. real quick, in regards to that question, I got, to be honest, I'm good. I'm good for a while, I think. They don't have to, they don't have to acquisition anybody anymore. For, you know, okay, I guess I'll ask my own question. <laughs> we need, Give we me need Bandai Namco, dictionary. please. I want Bandai <laughs> Namco. If you're going for a Japanese studio, I want that one. Okay, you can have them. With your fan service. Yeah. Yes, I want my fan service games. So Logic Slayer says, it's still too early to tell. I foresee this going the same route as the Zenimax deal. Uh, no guarantee on with new titles, but they'll likely be exclusives. All multi-plat games will likely remain multi-plats. I find the culture change to be most interesting. We're going from a frat party style living to a leader in inclusion and acceptance for people of all creeds. I agree. Yeah. I mean, Microsoft apparently has a very good reputation with inclusion. Um, and so, yeah, they could, you know, definitely, hopefully remove that stain from Activision Blizzard and, uh, set them back on the right track. Yeah, that would be wonderful. And I agree. All the multiplayer games, they're going to, they're going to stay multi-platform. Like Microsoft isn't going to yank, uh, what's it called? Warzone off of PlayStation. Like that's going to stay. Any new Call of Duties are going to be exclusive, but that's, that's, they're not going to take out Warzone or anything like that. That's all like, you know, free to play or whatever. You would think not, but they can. They can. I, I would highly doubt that. Wild West 08 chimed in and said he imagines Bethesda and, uh, with the Bethesda and now Activision acquisitions they should be done for a while. Big news is they have done heavy hitters on console and PC. I agree that Square or someone else would have been better. Yeah, we basically talked about that already. Um, I mean, I, I agree with you, but who knows if they're done for a while? We don't know how big their pocketbooks really are, do we? Who knows? Um, I remember reading 
a while ago that there was some sort of investors report or something like that that said Microsoft had in cash $130 billion just, you know, sitting there. I mean, half of that is new, is gone now with this acquisition, but that's still a lot of freaking money that's just chilling in a bank somewhere. So who knows? They might have something else. Absolutely good. You guys got anything else you want to say to us, good or bad? I, I just need the rest of the Tony Hawks up to Thug. Oh, please. That's that. all I need. Okay. I was okay. Gonna... Now you're going to say it. Yeah, go ahead. No, <laughs> now I was going to say that because I had heard a rumor that they're not going to go ahead with three and four. What? And why would that be? Because they're that bringing back be. the skateboard. Well, oh, why God. wouldn't we have heard about it already? Because they put Vicarious Visions to go help with Blizzard stuff. Uh, is is I thought, what I recall. I'm pretty sure I, I had read that they're not going through with it. I would imagine. See, I thought I read that the exact opposite. I would imagine one and two were well received. They were very successful. Yeah, very. I mean, I almost bought it. <laughs> you almost well, you bought it many times. Yeah, I don't know. I, I hope that there's going to be a three and four. I hope you heard wrong. I would love a Tony Hawk three and four remaster. There was the two I always preferred. I mean, I just need, you know, a, a three and four pack and then a thug pack. And uh, then oh, they can stop. Boy. It'd be fine. <laughs> I mean, I just need Sekiro. I haven't bought that yet because it's too expensive. I just need to wait a year. Now, see, that one is one that I'm, it's like on the fence. It's published mm-hmm. by Activision, but it's developed by somebody else. Mm-hmm. No, and it's, it's it. not one of their studios, so I'm dreaming, so I need it. Yeah, <laughs> you might need to keep dreaming. <laughs> well, hopefully, in a year and a half, uh, the price will have dropped. So if we don't get it, I can I can get it. Very true. Very true. Yes. All right. Well, let's continue off from that, and let's get into the game showcase. Um, let's start with L. He's been kind of quiet. Because it's really chilly. Oh, wait, we don't got to do that anymore. <laughs> well, actually, we kind of do, because in the game I'm talking about, it revolves around different seasons. Uh, oh. I actually uh, picked... Wait, me too. I picked a non-easy game just for you, Kenny. Well, it is... Uh, wow. It is somewhat easy, but it's not short. Uh, it's called Seasons After Fall. Oh, wow. A 1-6 ratio game. Yeah. And I'm not quite sure why. The only thing I could think of is that people just aren't enamored by it and they put it down. Um, It is a puzzle platformer that came out in 2017 by publisher Focus Entertainment and developer Swing Swing Submarine. Love the name. (laughs) I believe I picked it up in uh, an indie bundle with uh, an RPG called Shyness. It's normally fourteen ninety nine for that bundle, but it was something like two or four dollars or something like that. I see that on sale quite a bit. Uh, I have not yet played Shyness, but I played Seasons After Fall after it showed up on my RTDL. It was purchased a long time ago, and this is why I'm glad that I expanded my pool to five thousand achievements, so something like this would come up. Uh, the first thing your I, pool of what? What my my RTDL pool? Oh, that one. Yeah. So the first thing you'll notice about this game is uh, it's very colorful. Uh, I think Nate would like this game, actually. It's very colorful. It is a puzzle platformer. Um, 
you play as a fox and you go around and the main hook of the game is that it revolves around the seasons. So you start off with one season and then you get a second season. So for example, if you're in the winter, everything is icy and then you can make platforms and then you change to summer and and, and the platform will will go away and then something else happens. So basically you're you're switching between the four seasons as you go and each one has a different effect on the world. It's a little complicated. The four uh, seasons are activated with the four different uh, right stick directions. So you have to kind of remember which one is which. And honestly, I would forget quite often and just try them all until something worked. Uh, the, the winter one was obvious. You had to free something. That one was obvious. But the other seasons were not as varied. Uh, the achievement list is is nice because there's nothing missable. So you could conceivably... Oh, that's so nice. You could go through without a guide. Um, but the one thing that I didn't realize until I looked at the guide is that there are collectibles, but they're not obvious collectibles. Basically, there's four different flower beds in each area, and you just run over them, and it just looks like a special effect. Uh, when you go into a new zone, though, you'll see that there's a picture of four flowers on the screen, and it'll tell you how many you got in each zone. What I found out is that even once you beat the game you can go back and find any of the collectibles that you missed. So well, that's nice. I actually did wind up missing one, and I was panicking, and I went to the solution and said, don't worry, once you beat the game, you can go back. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. And I pinpointed where I lost it, uh, where I didn't find the last one, and I, and I got it. The walkthrough was actually made by a community member, Yinga Garten. Hey. And I messaged him uh a couple times asking some questions and he was responsive on discord. So thank you very much to Yinga garden. Now the, Oh, it's not necessarily a linear game either. So there's, you can go all over. So that's kind of surprising looking at the way this, the art works. Yeah. So there's a hub. Once you get all four seasons, you wind up in a hub and you can just pick different ways to go. So eventually you have to do all, uh, all the things I did make use of the walkthrough for some of the collectibles and some of the puzzles that I got stuck on. Uh, overall, honestly, I mean, it, it's, it's one of those games that doesn't have like a full soundtrack. You would certain areas would have, uh, some ambiance. It was fully voice acted, but the story was nothing too exciting. It wasn't the most thrilling game, but I didn't hate it. Uh, one thing to look out for, I was talking with MDP and he said that, uh, a certain rock didn't appear for him and he had to start the game over. He said he had gone around for a couple of hours trying to figure out what to do next and then finally figured out that something didn't spawn that was supposed to spawn. And in the walkthrough, Yinga talks about something else that didn't work for him and he had to start over. So luckily I didn't encounter any glitchiness like that. So yeah, I mean, if you like puzzle platformers, I would recommend it for sure. Uh, you can't die in the game. There's no enemies really. You'll see, li huh. you'll see little... Uh, bugs and stuff and you have to manipulate them into solving puzzles so there's stuff like that um but for oh. for for as you mentioned the tad is pretty good it's worth almost 1700 ta and if you yeah, for a you can't die in having a yeah 600 tad is kind of surprising like if you were one of those types of people to follow a video guide you will see that they're mostly two or three hours the time estimate is six to eight hours on ta which is very interesting. That's because most people are watching that video and uh, playing, pausing, <laughs> replicating. 
Right. So even if it's a two or three hour video, yeah, you're not going to do it in two or three hours. You have to see right. what they're doing and replicate. You are correct. It kind of reminds me of that one game whose name I'm trying to look for now, mm-hmm. where it was like the Eskimo girl with a fox. Oh, jeez. I know exactly what game you're talking about. Never Alone? Yes. Never Alone. Yep. Yep. It had the, someone's name after it or something. Yeah, I, I have no idea how to pronounce that. Yes, Never Alone was, was a cool one. Yeah, it looks very similar that was, to that. That was one of the first easy games on uh, Xbox One. I remember right. that one. Yeah, so that was uh, Seasons After Fall. Um, I do see it on sale, like I said, for like $2 sometimes. So I would definitely recommend it at that price. Yeah, I feel like this is a game that goes on sale quite often. Yeah. I mean, at $10 is not the worst price, but knowing that it's $2 sometimes means just it's already a four or five-year-old game. Right. But it is All colorful right. and fun. And that's Seasons After Fall. All right. Uh, let's go to Nate next. Yeah, I actually like Seasons After Fall. Uh, I've, I've, TA says I put 40 minutes into it. It uh, <laughs> was a glorious really 40 that. minutes. I feel, I feel like it was longer than that. I have always liked that game. I always wanted to go back to it. It actually kind of reminded me of Ori with the art style. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I recommended that on sales before. But probably yeah, I'm, I'm glad you played the whole thing and it stays that way the whole way. So it's that's cool. Yeah. It looks I like thought of you immediately. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I played something that wasn't Seasons After Fall, but it also has a green background. Yes. <laughs> uh, that is Ghost of a Tale. Mm. And I played it on Windows because this left Game Pass just recently. Uh, it left Game Pass on the 15th uh, a couple days ago. And um, it had, and still does, has ridiculous TAD. Um, it is oh, wow. 4,191 on the PC. And on the Xbox, it's at a 3,829 TAD. And they're basically the same game. So if you know what you're doing on one, you can run through the second one even faster. Um, That's a weird way to put it. Game, they're basically the same game? Aren't they the, the same, same game? game. Yeah. Okay. They are the same game. Yes. No, they it's the basically same the same game. One's with controller, one's with keyboard and mouse. One, you can do keyboard and mouse, but why would you? Um so yeah, they're the same game, and once you know what you're doing on one, you can just rip through the second one even faster. Uh, it's labeled as stealth. Once again, this is Ghost of a Tale. Uh, it is labeled as stealth, or genreed as stealth, and that's not fair. <laughs> that is not fair at all. Because um, I think no one likes stealth. I, I can't think of a person on you know our Discord that says, ooh, a stealth game, I must play that. Uh, I, like I, think, one. I think as Achievement Hunters, we just don't like stealth because it means slow, mm-hmm. and I'm going to get discovered, and I'm going to do a lot of do-overs. Yeah, I remember... And well, that's... Sorry mm-hmm. to cut you off, but I remember like the Splinter Cell games being a big thing, and I got one, and I was just like, no, this is not for me. Yeah, I mean, our, See, I our like nature stealth. is gamer score fast, TAD fast, just <laughs> go, 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 go. And a stealth game does not work with that mindset and that mentality. Mm-hmm. You're just constantly sitting there waiting. And if you have to redo a section, it just grinds your gears. Um, but let me tell you, this game is worth it. This game is great. Um, and it is completely overlooked. Uh, I, I People have not been talking about this game. Um, I liked the art style from the beginning. I think this might have even been a VR game. Um, it might be the first place I've heard about it. And then... Uh, now it's on, you know, non-VR systems, but you play as a mouse. 
a minstrel mouse, and you are put in jail. I guess they don't like music. Uh, and you are trying to find your wife. And so basically your first task is to break out of jail. Um, I'll say right off the bat, there are three achievements that are really tough. Uh, and they are to not be discovered at all. Uh, and you can basically reload a save point and it negates that. So you, you don't have to worry about that. But you do have to remember to save often and you have to you do have to remember to check to make sure you haven't been seen. Um, the way you can tell is like icons on the enemies. And there's only a couple enemies you have to worry about. They're all rats. So if any rats see you, uh, you need to revert to a save and reload. Um, but if you know that, you're good. Uh, you also have to beat the game without taking any damage. Um, there are a couple enemies you, or a couple things you can take damage from, but just not these enemies. Uh, and then third is complete the game without ever eating to regain energy. Well, good news is as you level up, you get more health back, but you can also sleep on beds. There is no penalty for that. It just moves time and it re restores your health. And there's even one place you can go in the game to just get health for free. So these things are all things that can be overcome as long as you have some time. This is not a quick game. You're not going to just blow through it. And once again, it's, you know, with the little bit of stealth it does have, uh, it is going to be you know, against what you're trying to do uh, in order to beat it, to, to get these achievements. Um, TA says 20, 25 hours. That seems about right. Um, it's a long game. There, there's no walkthrough on TA, but there are guides and videos and stuff kind of just scattered around the internet in itself. It's a, it's a puzzle trying to put them all together. Um, but I have been having so much fun playing this game. Uh, like I said, it is genred as stealth, but I say, I say that's not fair. It really is, um, stealth at first. You eventually uh, put together different armor sets or different uh, costume sets, and they give you different abilities. Like a thief set makes it harder for you to be discovered. Um, and then the really important one is the, the guard set. You put together a set of guard armor, and now you no longer have to worry about the rats. You can just walk right in front of them. You don't get discovered. That achievement doesn't go away um, when they see you in the armor. So once you get to that point, you're pretty much golden, and you don't have to worry about your save points as much. You still want to keep making them, in case you make a boo-boo, because uh, sometimes you get really tired of walking around in armor, and you just throw on something else so you can just <laughs> like run really fast, uh, and you might get seen. So just make sure you're making your save points. Um, but yeah, it's kind of stealth, but when it's not stealth, this is like a King's Quest game. You're going around, you're solving things, you get little hints about where something might be, uh, you just, you're just going, you're discovering, you're talking to different people, you're getting different responses you're kind of digging information out of them by picking different responses as far as i know there are no ways to lock yourself out of getting stuff in conversation so you don't really have to worry about that this is a game to take your time with number one like i said it's gorgeous uh and, and number two it's just so much fun to play uh i i really had a hard time and you'll find out later um playing anything but this because i just enjoyed <laughs> it so much and i really you know i like the fact that while i was putting time into it i was getting a lot of tad um, yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, this game is great. And, and I think not enough people are talking about it and actually, uh, Railbait, Noth, Ultra, he said the same thing. He was like, you know, Nate, I saw you were playing this. Like no one is talking about this game. No one is playing this game. And then he just blasted through it. So I don't know what he did, but, um, or where he got his information. And he said he did it in one and a half or one and a third playthroughs. Um, I am definitely going the two playthrough route. 
because uh, I was just trying to experience the game and I hadn't been looking at all the walkthroughs, but I am starting to do that now because it's hard to figure out where this one piece of costume is. And I've been checking everything out, but as you get, as you go in the game, you get uh, skill sets that help you do things like it helps you find things a little bit easier. And, uh, and also it lets you see where guards are when you're crouching. So now you can see around corners and things like that. So it gets easier the more you play it. It's a hard game when you jump in, but the more time you spend in it, I think the more you enjoy and the more you see that it's, it's not as bad as, as everyone thinks. And it's definitely not as bad as the TAD or the, you know, the TA ratio might imply. Is there like a chapter select in case you miss something? No, no. Gross. So nothing's really missable. You can go back and get things. And there is a point of no return at the end of the game, which I have not yet gotten to. Um, but you can always go back and complete these other quests, as far as I can tell. Um, so you can get all the achievements, so long as you haven't been spotted, taken damage, or eaten food. You can still complete this game in one playthrough, uh, if you're being very careful. But yeah, okay. so, so this is Ghost of a Tale. I recommend people go look at it if you have time, and you're not doing things for contests, or maybe you just want some massive TAD uh, you can keep coming back to this. Unfortunately, it's not in Game Pass anymore on the PC. It's gone. But uh, if it ever goes on sale, you might want to keep an eye out for this one. It's it's a really good game that is not being talked about. Does the title signify anything? Like I remember it's like uh, Ghost of Tsushima with a mouse. So I know an American tail had a mouse. <laughs> a mouse has a tail. Yes. <laughs> so there's your tail. Ghost of a Tale, there is a plot point at some point where you will be talking to a ghost um, and they kind of give you some direction towards the, the back half of the game. Um, so I'm guessing that's probably what it has to do with. Yeah, because in watching the trailer, it, it was nothing what I thought based on the title. So it's very interesting. You should have called it's a good it, looking game, right? should have called it Stealthy Mouse. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 yeah, beautiful music and nice graphics. Yeah, it looks looks fun. Yeah, I was instantly reminded of, of King's Quest while I was playing this. Um, once I got past the little the stealth parts and over my fear uh, and aversion to stealth games, um, yeah, this thing is it's, it's a gem in the rough. Uh, Ghost of a Tale. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to go next. I've been playing a game. I've been playing The Pedestrian. And now I know this has been brought up uh, a few weeks ago. Corey talked about this, so. I'm not going to rehash everything that he said, but in case you didn't hear that, essentially it's just, it's a puzzle platformer, even if TA just calls it a platformer. And you're like one of those stick figures on like the bathroom signs, like the men and women bathroom signs. You could pick which one you want to be. And you go from like, you move from like sign to sign in the world as you're trying to traverse it. And there's different like little puzzles that you have to do. Like as you, as you go through, it's actually actually kind of hard to explain without showing in front of it, but yeah, it's just, it's just a puzzle platformer. Um, I think this was first shown off in like an indie showcase in like E3 or something like that, or one of the sizzle reels. No, definitely it like, not. It was a surprise. Was it a surprise? It, it was a surprise to Xbox because I've been looking at it for a while. Uh, on it was on other platforms, right? I know it was on other platforms. I could I thought it was like shown off on like, and, and unless I missed something. it. Uh, there was no indication because it was a complete shock to me. Okay, then maybe I'm just misremembering or something. But yeah, it was definitely on other platforms before it finally came to Xbox. 
And this is just like one of the beauties of Game Pass because this is not this is the kind of game that's really not up my alley. I really wouldn't try ever try buying one of these. But being on Game Pass and hearing a lot of good things about it and looking at it, it's like, oh, that looks neat. That looks like it might be some fun. I'd be willing to try it out. I've been like sitting on this hot take for a while and you just happened to walk right into it. So I'm going to like rant at you just for a little bit. Uh, (laughs) It's nothing against you personally, but I keep seeing people say, I'm so glad that came to Game Pass. I would have never played it otherwise. It's really great. (laughs) Maybe you guys should change the games that you're looking at. So, oh, you know what? Continue. Because you, we've been telling you for half a year to play Death's Door and not even okay. going to touch it. Right and- there. Mm, mm. <laughs> right there. That's why. Okay, I, I had a feeling that's where you're going to go with this. It's not that I'm not willing to play these games. I'm not willing to pay for these games. That's the big difference. I'm already paying for Game Pass, so when something like a pedestrian comes to Game Pass, it's like, all right, let me give it a shot because it's, you know, free. Or, you know, spoiler alert, we'll talk about it later, Death Store is coming to Game Pass. Now I'm willing to try it because that is a type of a game that I I just don't gravitate to. I don't want to pay for it. That's more or less it. Especially like when you look at the pedestrian, it's $20. Spending $20 on this game, never going to do. Absolutely not a chance I'm going to spend that much money on it. That is but fair. Seeing as, seeing as it's in Game Pass, of course I'll try it out. Why not? What, what do I got to lose besides like, you know, a couple of minutes if I just hard quit on it? That that is a fair point. Uh, I just I see people that at least I mean, make it seem like they could, you know, they could buy whatever they want, whenever they want. They have no responsibilities or uh, anything like that. And uh, then they, they now if that was me. They see these yeah. games, and it's like, this is why like it's so hard to make it as an indie developer because it's people don't want to spend any money on any games. There's ways around it, but. Uh, yeah, I just I hear that and it like irks me because it's like okay, if you're gonna keep saying that, maybe you should change the games that you're you are paying attention to because you're just complaining about those. I mean, there's yeah, nothing like wrong I said, with like there's nothing wrong with yeah, just if you subscribe to Game Pass, just playing Game Pass games if that's what you so desire. And like, not everyone yeah, has that, been that's, me for that's, a, that's like the last year. That's not what I'm getting at. <laughs> oh, I, I'm just I see good games go and. uh they, then they come to something that is uh, available to somebody, and they're like, oh, this game is so great. It's now my, my favorite game. Uh, it, it, I, just, I never would have played it. And at that point, I, I just question people's ability to look outside their own little box and, uh, and look at you know, the good stuff. The, I mean, the, just listen to our podcast. Basically that. Yeah, just, really. just listen to anything there's, that there's literally four he, different he, who says and then half the stuff that I say. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like I'm not, I'm not against going out of my comfort zone for the most part. I mean, if it's a point and click, it's a hard no. But like, I'll be willing to try just about anything. It's just I just don't want to pay for it because you know I don't have unlimited funds. Like, I mean, yeah, if I had unlimited funds, I could just throw money out left willy nilly like Nate does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have picked up pedestrian and tried it out. Who cares? <laughs> <Hey> now, <laughs> <laughs> I feel personally attacked. But anyways, what did you feel about the pedestrian? Because uh, it, it's a, it's a pretty cool oh, game. Yeah. I like it. I think I think it's a really fun game. I'm you know glad it's in Game Pass. I get to try. Now, now um, this is one that people are completing <laughs> in an hour or two via 
guides, surely yes. you're not so, ruining your own experience. No. So that's something I want to talk about when it comes to achievements. I did do a quick look through on all of them. There's 10 achievements for a 1,000 gamer score and 1,600 TA. All 10 achievements are story-based. So as long as you're playing, as long as you complete the game, you're going to earn all the achievements, which is very nice if you want to try this out. Also, if you're a completionist and you just want to try it out, it takes a little bit to get the first achievement. But like if you play for 25 minutes or so, you're going to unlock the first achievement. It's, it's inevitable. You're going, it, like I said, they're all story-based. And there are walkthroughs for this, like video walkthroughs that shows you where to put the different puzzle pieces to make it make way through each level. So if anything, if you know, you're still in G-Task or you want some TAD real quick, this actually is a pretty decent game for that. TA says it's a three to four hour game. I have I another imagine. rant based off of the video guides too, but I'm saving that for a, a rambling session. <laughs> oh boy. Um, I was hoping, looking at the video, that it would be maybe something like pedestrian simulator, where you just cross the street and you know maybe you really think that would be better helping than this. <laughs> yeah, that so that's awful. helping Frogger. old lady across the street. I mean, that's human fall flat. Right? Like if you see a yellow light, you just run as fast as possible. Maybe run into someone who's looking at their cell phone. Yeah, not quite. No. <laughs> okay. Well. Yeah. <laughs> pedestrian. The pedestrian. Is, sounds pretty pedestrian. Uh, if, if, <laughs> yeah. if you like puzzle platformers, I give this one a shot. It, it was fun. This is also another like kind of game where I can just see just staying on my ready to or my in, installed on my Xbox, and I just put a little bit of time here and there into it because it's you know it's kind of chilling to play. The puzzles aren't very intense. It only takes a little bit of thought before you actually figure them out. Would you agree, Corey, that this should have the puzzle tag? I mean, looking at the videos, I, I oh yeah, it's it looks to me like there's puzzle. puzzle. Yeah, it, it's insane that it doesn't have the puzzle tag. Yeah, I mean, it, there's Submit a whenever genre you get to like one of the puzzle places, there's like a little sticky note with a puzzle piece indicating, "Hey, this is a puzzle. You need to solve this." But yeah, uh, let's go on to Corey. What, what game do you want to talk about? Sounds like we just have a lot of synergy going on because uh, I'm playing a game that uh, you know is meant. to a little bit here and there i don't have enemies it's very colorful uh it's uh it has like the same ratio as l oh. and it's long and uh i'm not no, gonna not spend like a lot it. of time on it but it is farmed together just because it's one of the three main games that i've been playing recently and the other two we've talked about uh, i finally did complete going under so a little pat on my back for that but uh yeah farm farm together uh, is a farming simulator uh, so it's it's kind of what you think. You need to manage your your resources. So there's money involved. Uh, there's obviously space involved. You only have so much land to work with. Uh, you only have so much storage to to hold things with. And then uh, it's all time based. Every, everything that you plant or harvest, uh, it works on real time. And so it's it's a it's a nice game to just go in and uh, you know spend a little bit of time. However, that time is getting more and more uh, like taken away from me because as I make my rounds around uh, my rounds around the farm, uh, it's getting longer and longer to to do everything. Even if it's just collecting and you know replanting something, because uh, there are quests in, quests involved. So I kind of go based off the quest. 
uh, it's getting longer and longer to go around and do my chores, if you will, that by the time I'm done going around the farm, uh, there's new stuff to do because there's a 17 minute cycle based on seasons, you know, another link there. (laughs) Um, You you can only plant certain things in certain seasons. You can only harvest certain things in certain seasons. Um, And then uh, the times that it takes for all of this, all the resources to be ready for you to to harvest, uh, they vary greatly. There there are some things that go every 10 minutes. Uh, There are some things that take three days. Uh, So a full 36 hours. And uh, yeah, I just, I'm just playing it. I've, I've been wanting to play it for a while. Uh, just as something that is on the side. And so that's what I've been doing uh, here and there. It's nice if you uh, have the ability to play at home and, and you have like a slow meeting. You could just sit here and, and, and farm all, all during that meeting. But uh, it's, it's going to be a very long completion. Uh, but I have, about, uh, I think I had maybe six, six or 700 gamer score out of the 1,200. There was a title update. Um, but uh, you, you got to unlock pretty much every expansion, and that's going to take quite a bit of time and grinding. Uh, there's a leveling system, things like that. Uh, there is a co-op-ness to it, farm together, yeah, obviously. Uh, people can visit your farm, you can visit others. Uh, I only visited one other random person before just to kind of see what you could do. And, uh, of course, they had like a mega farm. It was almost like a corporation. Everything was nicely aligned. Um, I'm trying to figure out how I can get that with, with mine because there are like, there's no terraforming of the land that I know of, at least yet. Uh, I haven't unlocked everything, but like, there's just big boulders and ponds in the way that you can't do anything with. Um, so I don't know, you can recycle your whole farm, but that's just a lot of work just to rebuild it at that point. So I I haven't even tried or thought about it, but, uh, there is a, a thing to where if you're on somebody's farm when they unlock an achievement, it unlocks for you. So a lot oh, of people have like that was one of my super, questions. That was my next question. A lot of a lot of people have the super grindy one out of the way because somebody was near it at the time and they just hop on their farm when you know when they're about to do the action. So uh, I'm kind of like you know, you know searching for that one for the the super long one in this one, but otherwise I got to do. A, I'm just doing a, most of it. Actually, I'm doing all of it myself. So it's just gonna take. Some time here or there. Um, I'm gonna eventually get the levels I need and and, and you know get the distance traveled and uh, all the crops leveled just by playing the game naturally. So, yeah. so this is a game that I've definitely been looking at. I'm a little surprised I, I, you don't have it already. I I know this is this is a game that's totally up my alley. So first question, mm-hmm. you said that the that all the crops work off of real time. Yeah. Do they rot? Like if you, you know, if it takes three days for them to grow, do you then have like three days to harvest them before they're no good or? I am pretty sure they don't rot, but I don't know if I've gone long enough for that to happen. Uh, I've definitely, well, no, I've definitely gone a a couple days without checking and I don't, I've never seen a rot. So I'm going to say no. All right. So that's nice. Uh, The other thing it's, well, you answered my question on if you can work together when it well yeah you, you can, can farm let, together you can let people into your farm and assign certain permissions so you can make it to where they can't destroy or build anything and they can just harvest for you it, it does provide a benefit for you i think like you probably get like an xp boost when you go back to your farm so for for so long you'll get you know 
double XP or something like that. Um, but I haven't explored that one too much yet. I know there's an achievement related to filling up your boost meter. Um, so at some point I'm going to have to do work for somebody else that I don't even know. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, I have a for- farm. You have a farm? I could as soon as I start the game. Yeah. <laughs> but you can come uh, work for me. Be yeah, one Kenny, of my farm this, hands. Kenny, this looks like a good game to try. If it were on Game Pass. Yeah, this... Oh, my God. This was on Game Pass. <laughs> Is it four players, Max? See, or can this almost makes sense player? to be on Game Pass. Um, I don't know what the Max is. I don't I don't know if... if surely they That's have a Max, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. You, there's, a, like, a browser, so you can browse just people's farms. Uh, but I've never invited or really Interesting. interacted with anybody. Other than, like, I've seen people running around that farm I joined... Um, and I, I think I saw at least two, but you know, it was just in the middle of the day. So I know you, Veronica was on game pass and I'm pretty sure Ziggurat was on game pass. So it's possible. So like that would do wonders for this ratio because obviously I was just, it's uh, easy to get on your tag, but it, it, it has a surprisingly low ratio. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm kind of surprised for 200 plus hour completion. It makes yeah. No yeah sense. 1700 TA and that's with 1200 gamer score. So, are people doing yeah. those tricks you were talking about? Like, I mean, they they have to be, and I, I think I mean I can only think that you know most people know about it and don't care um, in order to just play the game. And there's obviously some people that like this is their main game because it's ridiculous the amount of hours that they have on their tag um, or how their farm looks. But yeah, I, I, I could use some Better more TAD on it, but. It's just going to be like one of those 200 hour completions for BCM. I hope, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of sticking to my guns on that a little bit. Uh, did my, my going under with my random game. And if this continue, continues through, I'll, you know, I'll have a nice 200 game, 200 hour game on there. We'll see. What do you think it, the value is for 20 bucks? Oh, you're definitely getting your, your time into it. Um, yeah, I think I, I mean, I'm, I'm playing, I like to say that I'm playing passively, but it's definitely getting more and more like I'm spending like an hour or two at a time, uh, but I've already spent 43 hours and <laughs> almost all of that's this year. So that's not very passive at this point. It's, it's starting to get to not be passive. You're, you're right. There are, and there is DLC passive ish, but I have not got any hints that the DLC provides, uh, help in, in, in any aspect, but if, if I do, I'll be, uh, I'll be participating. Yeah. This is definitely a game that I've been close to buying multiple times. This is one just that you could just buy just, uh, and then let your wife just, you know, Hey honey, look at this. She would never do that. She don't play games anymore. <laughs> Supposedly she used to play games. Tend one to the could crops, argue it's not a game. <laughs> <laughs> she played Candy Crush? Any nah. crush? No, she hates those match games. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. I know, right? Well, I could probably get my mom to play Candy Crush <laughs> for me. The farming together. If they add us, if all I got to do is sign in, and you could just sign into a, you know a relative's account. Don't even tell them, and then boom, are pop, you pop, kidding? Pop, pop, pop. If all right, I, I hate to jump back to it, but if Candy Crush does get achievements, I was at level like. 600 or something stupid. I almost re- want to re-download just to see where I was at. My wife, I'll get so many auto-pops off that stupid game. My wife plays Sudoku on her phone, but she doesn't play the Microsoft one. 
I'm like, are you oh, kidding me? God. Why not have her switch? <laughs> uh, she won't. She doesn't care. She just plays it to play it. You ought to have her switch just for to help you out. I thought God. about it, but uh, nah, it's fine. Oh man, if I had a relative or I knew someone that played Sudoku, I would definitely have them play for me. It's 500 games are a pain. Uh, I'll pronounce it for you guys. Sudoku. Okay. I just, Sudoku. I, I just had to get that out of the way. Sudoku. No. <laughs> Count Sudoku. Uh, All right. Hold on. I wanted to tell you a quick story, Kenny. Okay. Um, because of your love of point and click games. You'll oh, yes, really, my love. You'll really appreciate this story. So we started our latest artifacts game, Queen's Quest Five, and since this one is free, um, <laughs> we actually roped a couple more people into uh, playing Simul with us. Not so a actually, thing. We actually had seven people in party playing the game together. <laughs> Wild. It was hilarious, but we got basically nothing done <laughs> so all right who was it so we can shame them um well the usual crew of five is me and m and mdp and mental and dude with the face and uh, michelle's brother decided to join in because it was free and uh what the fuck decided no oh, let me try with you guys fuck yeah Fug was number Fug, seven. Fug, I am ashamed of you. Or shame. Shame, shame, shame. Come on, Fug. You're better in this. <laughs> well, he actually decided I expect this from the others. Fug not de- from you. Fug decided he is better than this, and he uh, bailed out of future sessions. So goodbye. Oh, okay. Goodbye, okay. Go- goodbye Fug. <laughs> he said he'd rather use a guide than uh, play legit. What a loser. Oh. I don't blame him. <laughs> Those games are terrible. No, they're really, f- they're really bad like awful cringy dialogue and we just laughed the whole time at how bad it is it's really fun the puzzle solving is secondary i'm gonna guess you've never actually played one of these games kenny no yeah exactly artifact uh no i think i've played one of them for like five minutes said this is stupid and turn it off yeah so you've never played one and then like everybody knows my absolute uh love for mr pumpkin's adventure it's nothing like Mr. Pumpkin. <laughs> Way better. Yeah, yeah. Glass, diamonds, breaks, something, something. <laughs> Snooze fest. Well, I, you know, I hope that they don't come out with anything else similar to. Uh, let's continue on with sales. Uh, well, first off, just game pass. That's sales. my recommendation. Uh, my second recommendation. This just came out a few minutes before we started record, but. Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel is a free-to-play game. That's because nobody would buy it. Hey, yo, there you go. I, was, I was waiting for someone to say it. Say it. I, I was, I was, I pause to let someone say it. Um, if you like, if you like Yu-Gi-Oh, you like the car, collectible card games. Here's a free-to-play one. Um, one issue with it is that it looks like pretty much every single achievement has to do with ranked slash event duels. So I don't know how difficult that's going to be. Like I said, it it was just announced. I haven't tried anything. Just looking at the list, it looks like an awful list considering it has to be in ranked. But then again, a lot of these achievements are for easy things like activating 100 or more spell and trap cards 
or special summoning 50 or more monsters from the graveyard. You know, they're super easy to do, but doing it in ranked is kind of gross. So have no idea how it is. I hope it's not with the new set of, of rules because I hate link monsters. So, but yeah, I have no idea if it's with the old rules. I'm all for it. Gimme, 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 gimme. Uh, L, what'd you got to recommend? All right. I wanted to quickly highlight a few games for the 2020 Tomb Raider that we're um, doing the H101. Uh, what was it? The, the Achievement League now called? H League. H League. Yeah. So it is the year of the Tomb Raider game. And a few of the 360 ones are actually on sale. There's a ton of 360 games on sale this week. Uh, Tomb Raider yes. Underworld, Tomb Raider Anniversary, and Tomb Raider Legend are all $2.99 each, 85% off. Ooh, now, I missed those. Beware that Underworld and Legend do have DLCs, but Anniversary is a cool thousand on its own. But yeah, those are uh, some, some classics, if you want to call them that. Well, Anniversary is definitely a classic, as that's a remake of the very first game. Yeah, and I'm pretty. I want to say, the DLC to Legend is as well anniversary. It's the strangest thing. So it's like, yeah, you have to play it again. It's it's, it's very odd. But if you want to participate in the 2020 Tomb Raider, it's hard to say. Those might be ones to get. I would definitely pick them up. I'm actually all... very interested in Anniversary. I played. The very the Tomb Raiders, you know, forever go on the PlayStation One, you know, when they were new, and go if you were to try to go back to them on the PlayStation One, they're awful. They are unplayable. They did not age well. So I'm wondering if Anniversary made it to where it was better. If it still has the awful controls, I think they're all backwards compatible as well. Well, you don't like uh, it when a camera just whips around 180 degrees. Oh God! You don't like that. The camera angles were awful. The movement was awful. Yeah, they they were all back. The jumping was awful. Murdered by wolves. You don't like that. <laughs> or T Rexes. Yep. And yeah, they are. Yes, they are all backwards. Spoiler, Bible, by the way. Yes. Yeah, I know. I own Underworld. I think I own a couple of these. I definitely want to be playing some Tomb Raider games. So. Underworld was an old school game of gold. I'm pretty sure, but. That's sound. If you missed right. it. Three bucks is not bad. Nate, I bet you have something that you want to talk about. Oh, I only have one or two. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never. So, so let me say, uh, for some reason, there's a there's about three million things on sale uh, this week, and I seem to feel, and maybe I'm the only one that thinks this, there's a whole lot of like little gems in there, things that um, are you know, 50% off or more. And, you know, there's a lot of good stuff in there. So please, you know, go take a look because there, there's stuff there. I'm not going to cover everything because like I said, I feel like there's a lot of stuff. There's a um, lot of stuff on sale. Like Elle was saying, there's a lot of 360 games this week too. Um, but the, you know, there's the typical X one uh, stuff going on. So let me just very briefly start running through these uh, flipping death, $4 down from 20. Uh, it's action adventure. I love zoink games. Uh, stick it to the man it's fantastic uh and and this seems to be very similar to that uh the whole kind of moving around and 
and interacting looks very much like stick it to the man at six to eight hours. Uh, there's probably a walkthrough. I, I didn't write that part down. Uh, Friday the 13th Killer Puzzle. This is 389 down from 13. This is a puzzle game. It's in the it's in the title of the game. It's a puzzle. That's uh, eight it to looks ten hours. Very interesting. Yes, there's a walkthrough. It's an adorable murder puzzle game. Um, it looks similar to like a Hitman Go. I I, you know, I haven't watched any gameplay on it, but from the screenshots, it looks very similar to Hitman Go, but with murder. Um, Portal Real of quick on Evil. That. Stolen Runes is $5.39 down from $9. This is an eight-floor game, but this is not your typical eight-floor game. This is eight-floor taking a shot at an artif- at the Artifacts Mundi formula. Good save. That's not how you it, say it looks just <laughs> like uh, the Artifacts Mundi games. Oh, um, fine. <laughs> all kinds of like hidden puzzle stuff, and there's like just little uh, you know other kind of puzzles like you know, solving this uh, you know moving the, the strings and such. Uh, so it's pretty cool looking, and I. I you know, eight floor does something different than reskinning the same game over and over again. Take a look. Uh, and worse than death, three dollars down from ten. This is an older game. Uh, it hasn't been played much. I haven't heard anybody talking about it. It's an action adventure. It's eight bit graphics, and I love the art style. It reminds me of like, um, jeez, uh, Maniac Mansion. That's that sort of uh, type of gameplay, but it looks like it's more actiony. Than, than Maniac Mansion. It looks like there probably are some things you have to run away from uh, and things like that, whereas Maniac Mansion is just basically a point and click. Uh, moving on to the 360. Conan, the good one. It's $5 down from $20. Uh, it's a hack and slash. It's like God of War, the old God of War. Uh, there is a walkthrough. This is a fantastic game. Man, they don't make them like this anymore. Uh, Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo HD Remix. $2 down from 10 This is a puzzle game. It is backwards compatible. It is bejeweled-like, and it is only worth 200 gamer score. So I know that's going to be an instant no for some people. Corey. Mm-hmm. Rock of Ages. $3 <laughs> down from 10 It's a platformer strategy tower defense kitchen sink. It is backwards compatible. It is also 200 gamer score. Uh, take a look. There's a whole bunch of stuff there. Lots of things I, I would like to talk about, but we're way behind, and nobody wants to hear me keep going on and on about sales. But Aww. take a look. I'm going to back up Nate's recommendation for Rock of Ages. That game is so much fun. It's dumb, dumb, dumb humor. L, you would probably enjoy the humor on this. And if you like it, Rock of Ages 2 and 3 go on sale all the time. Yes. And I think they are worth 1000 each. So, Isn't and we just got a free 3 one? and Game Pass now that I think about it? Mm. I think. We just got a free one. That, maybe that's maybe I that was three. Got, I don't know. Games with gold. Yeah, my, it's either three or two. Um, but yeah, they're both worth yeah. a thousand. I feel like we just talked about it being somewhere on Game Pass or Games with Gold or something like that. Game Pass time, along with the incredible announcement of Activision and Blizzard, we got fantastic Game Pass news. All right, so available on Game Pass. I'm, I good luck with do this my one. best to pronounce this first one. <laughs> Danganronpa? Okay. Bless you. Danganronpa Trigger Happy Havoc Anniversary Edition. I think I got that pronounced right. I have no idea. Uh, Hitman Trilogy, Nobody Saves the World, Paparazzi, Rainbow Six Extraction, Rainbow Six Siege, Windjammers. Windjammers 2. And the big one. Uh, I'm sorry, yes. Windjammers 2 and the big one, Death Store. We mentioned that before. I am very excited that this is on is on Game Pass now, so I get to try it. This better be worth all the hype. 
You too. <laughs> if it isn't, then there's something wrong with you, my friend. That that's true. True. That's that, that's broken. the reaction I was expecting. Something is broken in you if you don't like this game. So yeah, just to kind of like round it out, because you kind of like stumbled over Dango Rampa. Apparently, that is very that that's big news for the people who like it. It's like a murder mystery I, visual novel. I know nothing about it. I know nothing about it either, but. Uh, Vudix got on to me last night saying, like, it's it's amazing. I, I can't believe we, we get it. And so, yeah, it's, it's here. And then that Hitman trilogy, like you said, it's a trilogy. It's all three games. I'm very excited for that. Um, Hitman is another yeah. game that's just like, oh, that looks like it might be interesting. I hear a lot of good stuff about it, but I don't want to pay for it. But right. now it's in Game Pass. Let's try it out. Right. And then you have both the, the, the both of the latest Rainbow Sixes. Where one Big. is the multiplayer thing, and then uh, this new one is uh, multiplayer, but like not competitive. I, I think extraction a siege is the PvP. Um, I'm trying to think of what it's kind of like. Uh, kind of like a Tarkov or something like that. I mean, I think it's and more it, like ex- Call of Duty. Yeah, it's like Call of Duty, but you also do Rainbow Six Siege. You also get like equipment and stuff like that that you can get stronger with. And then Extraction is a PvE. So I don't know a whole lot of, about it, but kind of along the lines of um, like a Left 4 Dead or something like that, I believe. I don't know if it's much no, like I mean, that. Not but... quite like that. Just just like the PvE aspect where it's a co-op shooter kind of a yeah, thing. I think this one's probably more aligned with Tarkov. I think. Uh, I haven't heard a lot about it, but like I know, like you have different people in like your squad that you could pick from, and if one of them gets hurt, they're like done until the next extraction, whenever you know, however that takes place. I should also say, uh, Rainbow Six Extraction, its release date is tomorrow or yesterday when this uh, airs. So this is a sh- launch straight into Game Pass game. Along with Windjammers 2 and uh, Hitman Trilogy, technically, and Dangarampa and Paparazzi, which, uh, Nate put, you can pet the dog? You can pet the dog! <laughs> All right, well, there you go. You have to play it. All of them, I think. May even take can we have, like, a genre it. of pet the dog genre? I'm, I'm, I'm on board with that. If we did, I wouldn't or- trust TA to manage it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think were we oh, talking about then, that during Back for Blood that now every game that has a dog we, we need to make sure. Thanks to Nate. Was were we? I'm pretty sure. If you see a dog or a waterfall, we so much I don't remember. You need to pay attention. <clears throat> well, yeah, waterfall. You always have to check the waterfalls and, and report back and go oh, left. And, sure. and go always left. go left. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you. And then check for idle animations. Yeah. There, oh, yeah. These are things you have to do. Yeah. Nate's just checklist on every single game. Yeah, I mean, you touch every doorknob three times before you open the door. Yeah, exactly. This is normal. This is what everybody does. And then on January 27th, another game that I know absolutely nothing about, but I know Michelle was excited about this, Taiko no Tatsujin, the drum master. Taiko no Tatsujin. Uh, it's obviously uh, it's it's a big deal as well. Apparently, I was trying to look up gameplay, and apparently, this game has a lot of different versions, and it also 
has a drum controller, like at least some of the versions do. Like um, Donkey Konga? Kind of like Donkey Konga, but like it's a drum right. instead of I'm a bongo. Um, so it, it is definitely a rhythm type game. Um, I don't, I don't haven't seen anything about like an Xbox version of that controller, but uh, I, I, people said that you know it works just as fine all with a controller. At least, oh my god, one version I, I saw a review for. Uh, <clears throat> but apparently, it's good stuff. Holy crap! I'm looking it. up a. I'm looking at a gameplay video. of This this looks identical to Donkey Konga. Now, did you find one for this particular this exact version? Uh, okay. So this is drum session. Yeah. See, I, I don't am, know if if they're the same, but that's what I was finding. There's a lot of like little, like you know, iterations of that. Uh, you know, that title. Yeah, I I've never heard of this game in my life. Uh, I I'm kind of wondering if I mean it's definitely a, a new to Xbox. It was probably like a. It seems very Nintendo-y. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, if it's a game similar to like Donkey Konga, you know, all right, I'm uh, I'm in. I wish we had a plastic instrument, you know, like a drum or something that I could use with this. Pish. This was an arcade game too. Was it? it that does not surprise me. Yes. Yes. Yeah, this, this was found in arcades as well, and so I'd assume like Dreamcast or Saturn or something like that is where it went as as well. So yeah, I'm looking at a couple different videos of different iterations of this game, and it all looks to be about the same. So yeah, some sort of like rhythm game. Kirby's in this one. That's interesting. And see, all of that goodness is on top of what we got like two weeks ago. You know, with Mass Effect and Pedestrian Splunky Two. Like, you just can't like can't beat Game Pass, man. This is just something that we were talking about today in our group chat. It is so hard to recommend, or I'm sorry, it is so hard to buy a game because Game Pass is just so consistently fantastic. There are so many games in Game Pass, as is, and they're not just, you know, one-off games that nobody's heard about. They have 43-track gamers. They're big-name games, you know, Mass Effect, all the Bethesda games, whatnot, all these games that just had, like, it's it's hard to buy a game that's not Game Pass. The backlog, the backlog because of Game Pass is real. Uh, just because I know people are screaming uh, about Taiko no Tatsujin, uh, it's it's been released on obviously the arcade, PlayStation Two, Nintendo DS, Wii, Advanced Pico Bina. Everyone's got one of those. Yes, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, 3DS, yeah, Vita, everything, and now Xbox. Okay, so that sounds like a long, long. Um, yeah, there are people really long mad franchise right now. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It, so we're finally getting it, and and so we will learn about it. And then, unfortunately, there are four games that are being removed come the en- end of the month, which is Nowhere Profit, Xeno Crisis, Cyber Shadow, and Prison Architects. So have fun completing Cyber Shadow, Corey and Nate. You know what those oh, games have it. in common? That they're well, all that Game Pass. <laughs> two title, two word titles. Two word titles. Yep. <laughs> really? That's where you're going. Yeah, that? That's where okay. I was going. Yeah. That. <laughs> Your brain works in wow. mysterious ways. I know it, it really does. Cyber Shadow, so good. Yacht Club Games, man. I can't wait to see what's next. I will probably buy that. It's so good. Well, they just came yeah. out with a Shovel Knight uh, spinoff ish thing. Mm. 
yeah, I need to get back into that. But uh, me too. For me, Xeno Crisis. I'm, I'm working on Xeno Crisis. Right I'm with now, you. Being, I started that earlier on, uh, and I need to finish that up, uh, and then then I'll move on to Cyber Shadow. I feel like and, that's a game I should be paying attention to. What kind of game is it? Xeno Crisis. Yeah. It's kind of like yeah, it's a shoot 'em up. It's like a running gun. Um, think Contra ish. Um, it definitely okay. looks like Contra. Or Maybe Atari I don't need Warriors. to pay attention to it. Yeah, that's not a core <laughs> you, game. You probably wouldn't like it. I'm, I'm going to stick with Cyber game, Shadow. But neither Corey, is Halo. Corey, they're 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 cheap. <laughs> Fair point, uh, <laughs> Okay, I need to pay attention to this game. <laughs> yes, there's like a developer console. You can go in there and turn on <laughs> infinite ammo and infinite lives and infinite continues, and that makes it easier. But you still have the difficult S ranks that will require some skill. I hate if you don't S care about rank. completions, if you don't care I about completions, and I don't, yeah, there you go. I don't know. Cyber Shadow first, and then we'll we'll see. That's probably not. A bad I, I have to play freaking Mystic Bell this month, so yeah. we'll we'll see how that goes. I'm sorry. Me too. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, that's Game Pass news. Now let's get. And they're coming real soon because we haven't talked about <laughs> enough games that are fantastic that we're getting to play. Uh, Nate, looks like you got two games to talk about. Yeah. Do you think I should only talk about one? We're running late. Whatever you think. Spit it out. Whatever you okay, believe in your heart for these we'll games. Do, let's just go. Talk about <laughs> them both. Let's go. Okay. So Wednesday, January 26th, Cake Invaders. Um, mm. This is reading from them uh, it says the japanese just love their famous german inspired bombkuchen cakes and hungry invaders from across the universe have discovered these delicious treats too are you up to the challenge of protecting the precious desserts from waves of alien attacks save the cakes uh this is bright and cute uh, it's pixel art shooting defense you're defending and shooting the invaders with your mini gun to protect the bombkuchen i'm hoping i'm pronouncing that right uh and basically this is missile command but you're using a minigun instead of missiles. So you have lots of projectiles going to an area instead of just one that then has a detonation area. Um, and this is um, East Asia Soft. So you know the price is going to be right. Uh, and you know about what you're getting into with this. I, I hope that the achievement list is fun and, and allows you to play this game for more than five minutes. But I don't know. This is the type of game that I would assume I could just pick up and play a little bit at a time. Uh, and just, you know, when you have... 15 minutes or whatever you can go ahead and do a level of this or whatever uh, that's my hope for this game um and i hope they do not let me down thursday january 27th we're looking at gunvolt chronicles luminous avenger ix2 uh, that's a mouthful uh that game takes the series original speedy and stylish 2d action gameplay to the next level as copen rips through enemies with his new break shift form new destructive capabilities make the high speed action more satisfying than ever if you've ever played a gunvolt chronicles or you've you've watched one it just screams Mega Man dna uh and i love those games from you know way back when when i used to play them they are hard i do not expect to complete this i do not expect to be good at this but i do expect to have the nostalgia angle and to have fun playing it so maybe it's not for everybody um these are fantastic looking pixel graphics uh, multiple levels and several unique bosses. That would, that's what you would expect from that Mega Man DNA. Oh my God, um, it is defeat, Mega Man. Yeah, and defeated bosses reward coping with new EX weapons. The problem with, is that um, in Mega Man, you know, you're dodging, you're learning patterns, you're killing things. In like the Gunvolt Chronicles, uh, from what I remember of playing them, you have to, it's kind of like time-based. You have to know like a counter move or something like that. There's like a very short action window 
And if you know that and you master that, you just fly through the levels. And that is like the catch to the game. That's like the hook. Uh, and I think this has something similar to it. I'm not sure. But as you defeat these bosses, you're going to be rewarded with their weapons. And those weapons will target uh, enemies' weak points to bring them down faster. So it's just like a Mega Man game. Some weapons will be better against others. And they'll allow you to go through the levels faster and faster. There's probably going to be a time component to the achievements. Like I said, this is a nostalgia thing. I don't think it's easy. I don't think it's for everybody. But if you're an old gamer or you just like that type of style, um, check it out. All right. That takes us on to our contest roundup. As always, we're going to start with our G-Task losers and pay a little respect to these individuals and teams. Uh, a lot of them this week, so pay attention, especially to Koosh Moose, who has been eliminated from the individual side. Oh, no. Along with Koosh, Wait, is what? his... What happened? What? Yeah, uh, along with you, your buddy Matism has also been expelled from the competition. Uh, you know, uh, they're not doing good enough. Lord Zell, <laughs> Hatton90... <laughs> Quick Don't Die, Northern Last, Death Dealers, uh, another one who uh, just lacked a little bit too much. Ace, <laughs> Freedom Girl, Matriarch, wow. Skeptical Mario, and Prue. They have all been Oof. eliminated as well. Uh, on the team side, there are just as many. Uh, so from various teams, we have Aruderic, Lucas1987, Elephilet77, LAX Jester, Hatton 90, Eldritch SS, Neo 21, KT Echo, Ronos, J Black, Lord Zell, again, Vulgar Latin, MDP, poor, poor MDP, and a Hyzo. Wow. Lots yeah, of well, uh, losing this week. Like I said, I was having too much fun playing um, you know, Ghost of a Tale. I thought maybe I'd get that high TAD. Didn't happen, but whatever. You know, badging out. <laughs> All right. Cool badge, too, this year. Totally. Uh, for those still in, the bonuses have come up. The solo bonus is called 20 Juicier Reasons, and it is for ending the period having unlocked at least 20 30G achievements. The team bonus is to end <laughs> with the ratio for the period under 1.5 as a team. Wow. Jeez. I did see some complaining about that in our G-Task channel. Uh, Nutty Ray said, I don't want to play baby games. And uh, yeah, that kind of defeats the purpose of TAD, but I guess it can be done. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Planting is a sick, sick man. And Gamertag Challenge? The Gamertag Challenge is where we try to spell a patron's Gamertag throughout the month by earning achievements in games and using the first letter in those games to spell the Gamertag. Uh, this month we are doing, should, uh, worry about my phrasing this month. We are spelling Jimbot UK <laughs> Almost got a wild card clip. game. Any new achievement in a Pac-Man or trials game is worth one bonus draw max. The bonus challenge is and action achievements in action genre equals one bonus draw per achievement limit one per game. This is now part of the AHL, uh, and you will get. I forget what the exact scoring is, but I believe what you're trying to do is just spell the gamer tag. You don't have to worry about the bonuses or any of that fun stuff. Uh, I could be wrong, and who knows? It's all in flux. If you have any questions, go check out the GTC channel in the Discord, and we'll try to answer them there. All right, and Brad can't. Take it away, Corey. All right, here we go. Completions. It's a live X. 50 completed games. Logic Slayer, 200 completed games. Umple Beast, 250. Oz Buffniak, 300 completed games. 
Kronos is at 450. Bastion Reader is at 500. Lord of Dookie, 650. And then the last three have surpassed 1,200 each. Uh, so Magic Monkey, 1,200 completed games, Mental Knight, 1,250. And Redemption Denied in his own little spacecraft in uh, outer space, 2,450 completed games. <laughs> that is wild. Some wild stuff. In ratios, our Vivalist has reached a new milestone with a TA ratio of 2.8. And in wow. streaks, Logic Slayer is currently on a 50-day streak, as are Lord Zell and Oz Buffinatic. Oh, oh, yeah. The Northern Lass has <laughs> 500 <laughs> days. <laughs> El Sock is in the game <laughs> with 550 days. And Planting 42 is currently on a 3,100-day achievement win streak. Amateur. In gamer score, Saul Vivalist has hit 50,000 gamer score. M's Fergie, 150,000. Sincere Seeker 6, 300,000. Umple Beast, 400,000. EOJ, 550,000. Dude with the Face, 800,000. Shame on you for playing those artifacts games. And Lord of Dookie, 69, has hit the big 1 million gamer score. In leaderboards, Ahizo's in the top 10 of the Arizona TA leaderboard. Nicely done. Heizo is also in the top 50 of the USA Completed Games leaderboard for card and board. Inferno is in the top 5 of the TA Difference leaderboard for action. And Magic Monkey is in the top 200 of the TA leaderboard. In hashtag Brag Camp, where the people brag about stuff in Brag Camp and I read random stuff, uh, we have uh, Dino Man 87 uh, Thank you for your recent uh, patronage, by the way. 4,000 achievement win streak in 413 days. Aruturek won 500 ranked quick match games, which makes no sense to me. Well, I guess a quick match could be ranked. Uh, to complete the, the outfit, which he started back in September of 2006. Uh, hey, guys, Aftos 84 completed Just Cause 4. No time to explain. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me why. <laughs> Uh, in the rush to finish leaving Game Pass games, we had Ahizo and Hatton and Neo21 all completed Pandemic, the board game. Nice. All of them. Sounds terrible. Complained <laughs> about it. Yep. <laughs> it is terrible. It is a grind from what I've heard. And last but not least, uh, my good buddy, Umple Beast. Uh, basically threatened my life if I didn't read all of his stuff. So, well, in that case, I'm going to cut it all. So then he goes <laughs> no, through don't with that. Do that. <laughs> he actually jumped into party with us after our Queen's Quest session and um, introduced himself to us. So that was really cool. We welcome anyone to do that. If you're not shy, just jump on in. That's how we get to know you. A very young rocker dude did that with us once in Titanfall, and look where we are now. I regretted so you, it ever since. So you never know. <laughs> what a mistake. <laughs> but Titanfall's so good. Not the Titanfall part. Oh, okay, now I get it. I get <laughs> go figure. Titanfall's the reason Wait, why you I'm mean meeting too. me? Damn, jerk. All right, so Uncle I remember Beast. our first interaction. You do? I don't. I do. It was on Discord. <laughs> you, you had to... Found me you? about what my favorite like console and game was of all time, and yeah, it went. Why do you have a number in your gamer tag? That too, and a lower. Why is your gamer tag capitalized? <laughs> yep, that's not me. Come on, you spelled rocker wrong. 
Really? <laughs> nah, that part you didn't, but I'm pretty sure you did question my gamer tag. I'm sure you did on all of those. <laughs> I remember chatting with Nate for like an hour one day in Xbox Party. I remember. You're probably just talking about old stuff. We were just, like, hey, yeah. do you remember? Yeah, that's what remember we Remember telephones that plugged into the wall? <laughs> what is that wizardry? <laughs> remember before TVs had color? Oh. Wait, color wasn't invented? <laughs> color wasn't. Drink your Ovaltine, kids. Anyway. What's an Ovaltine? Uh, Uncle Beast is in position 100 in the Florida Gamer Score leaderboard. He said, I have to read these because I rag on Florida. Like, I don't know what he's talking about. I would never rag on the greatest state in the Southeast. Uh, I'm going to clip that. Stop it. You're going to get me killed again. Oh, my God. Listen to this. He's in on a 10-day achievement win streak. Amazing. Recovered 25% of his bean dive. He's played 600 games. And it's at forty eight percent completion. Oh my god, dude, you're amazing! Big numbers, Uncle Beast. Remember when we used to read ten day achievements? I miss streaks? those days. I'm so glad we don't anymore. Corey likes those. Yeah, and also last but not, I I, I do rag on him for having his, uh, a plain red Discord symbol. He has not changed it, <laughs> but I, he does stand out with it. So at this point, if he changed it, it would confuse me. So don't change it. Reverse psychology. Um, I see what you did there. I got an idea. How about everybody in the Discord that's listening to me right now, change your icon back to one of the Discord logos just to screw up L. This was quite the episode, guys. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had a two-hour show, so flew by. let's go ahead and wrap this up. As always, you can follow us and subscribe to us on all the things. Check us out on Twitch, Twitter, Discord, Patreon, YouTube, at Achievements 101 or Achievement Hunting 101. We're on all the places on all the things. Be sure be sure to subscribe to us, especially on YouTube. I'll drink a bottle of the last dab hot sauce if we get to 1,000. I'm definitely not just trying to push YouTube this year. But yeah, yes. push to YouTube. Push your YouTube. And also, we haven't had uh, many friend requests in a while. To AH101, what is it, 4639, right, on TA. That's how we read your milestones. Send us those friend requests so we can read your name. Oh, yeah, it has been quite a while since we plugged that. Yes, on TA, friend requests, the AH101, whatever the numbers L just said. So, And we'll get you added in so we can read <laughs> off your milestones. 4639. What he said. Yeah, what I said. But... All this stuff is down in the show notes. You can check it all out. We got links to everything. There's a Google Doc with more links and all that kind of stuff. So instead of just trying to t- remember typing all in, check those out. And also read the show notes and compliment L. He wants yeah. your feedback. I give out free games in each one, but no one comments on it, so I don't give them away. It's a pity, really. For real, we've been added to our stack because you know no one claims them. I always put the first person to say something in the first week will get a free game, but no one ever claims them, so... Too bad. And just because guess, thank that's you. not putting it in this week. I, I won't put it in this week just for that. You're <laughs> right. <laughs> or will he? Maybe. Get a free- all right. But <laughs> thank you all for listening. Catch you next week. Goodbye. Oh, bye-bye. Hello. 
Awak Pale, making questionable parenting decisions. Who's Your Daddy is a 1 to 4 player split screen or 2 to 8 player online parenting simulator where you play as dads who, using standard rules, need to keep suicidal babies alive for 5 minutes in a large house with a sizable garden. Kind of a scary concept, made even more controversial by the fact that the babies are controlled by players trying to kill themselves while the dads do their best to keep them alive. There are tons of items to interact with and the wonky physics allow for some truly bizarre scenarios. There's also a mode where the babies are tasked with killing the dads to win the match. Despite the 16 plus age rating, I decided to play this with my 5 year old who loved it. As the baby, she didn't go for the more involved and macabre way to off herself, such as sticking a fork into a power outlet or climbing into the oven, washing machine or freezer. Instead, she enjoyed setting herself on fire by dousing the house with gasoline and lighting it with a candle, drowning in the pool, hurting herself by eating glass shards, or poisoning herself drinking bleach, motor oil, or downing large amounts of daddy drinks. She particularly liked drinking milk as the baby bloats and begins violently defecating everywhere. While disturbing, the cartoony graphics don't get too crazy and moment to moment doesn't make the game appear as messed up as the premise is. The wonky physics, game mechanics and ridiculously capable babies even made my wife laugh at the absurdity unfolding on the screen, though she did a double take when I accidentally ate the baby. Who's Your Daddy is a dark joke, but hardly a worthwhile game, and I wouldn't be surprised if it ever got out of game preview. It is wildly inappropriate for those who would enjoy it the most, kids, and offers a massively unbalanced experience for older gamers. The babies are simply too good at offing themselves. You have plenty of options to even out the odds between matches, but it would take more tinkering than it is worth. Who's Your Daddy is $5 in game preview, but you can easily earn every single achievement in around an hour using the free trial and two controllers. You can decide what items will spawn in a match. I suggest filling the house with fruits and pills that you need for the cumulative achievements. You can also set the babies to respawn and having them drown over and over for the drown 25 times achievement. The game has 13 achievements worth 1000 game score and surprisingly more than 1500 TA considering how fast and easy it is to get all the achievements. If you can stand its twisted premise, Who's Your Daddy offers a few laughs and quick and easy game score with content matching its $5 price tag. But if you just want the score, just go for the free trial. Have a nice day everyone.